Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. it's early enough or late enough in the week to know whether or not this is going to be one of those it goes by in the blink of an eye or it drags along weeks. I don't know if you can know that yet on Tuesday, but we are with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If you would like to watch, of course, we're on C Spire TV as well. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky. And Brian Haydad, we would love for you to be a part of the conversation. Always love that. Best way to do it, ceasefire text line. 601-879-4395. If you haven't signed up for this yet, you really should, especially if you're a parent. You know that your kids are online for everything, and ceasefire wants to help you protect them. That's why they are providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. That's free if you have a C Spire wireless fan. You're not sure exactly what that means or exactly what we're talking about? Check it out online, cspire.com slash bark. Parental controls so that uh, you can help keep an eye on what your kids are consuming online. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com to see all that's happening there. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit golf club man i'd love to be on the golf course at dancing rabbit not like right this second while we're doing the show but earlier in the day or later in the evening man it's a perfect time (laughs) for that boys we have got a story and it doesn't have anything to do with old miss doesn't have anything to do with mississippi state for that matter doesn't have anything to do with the sec but it certainly could have something to do with southern mississippi And it looks like the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, is going to expand. It sounds as if, before the week is out, they are going to extend invitations to multiple schools that are currently a part of Conference USA. Yeah, that process has already begun. They've received applications, multiple of which they will accept. So, processes... Well underway. It's it's one of those things, right, where it's it's semantics and formalities. Like once it gets to the point where we hear about an application process or an invitation process, it's just paperwork. It's handling the legal ramifications and sorting out buyouts and who's going to get what and media rights deals and formality votes and all of those things. The bad news, your Southern Miss fan, is one of those applications or invitations is not in Hattiesburg. Um, Florida Atlantic, so FAU and Boca, 
Charlotte, which is a young but on the rise program. They have a Power Five win this year. They do. Over Duke. Will Healy, their head coach. North Texas in Denton. UTSA in San Antonio. Rice in Houston. And UAB in Birmingham. Applications for those six schools happening now. Let's do this in two parts. First of all, the idea of those six teams joining the American to get them to 14 football and basketball playing schools, what do you think? It's clear they didn't do it for athletic prowess. UAB brings a good program. Yeah. Charlotte appears to be on the cusp of re- being a really good group of five program. They got an exciting, really young head coach. Brand new stadium, small, but it's brand new. Charlotte's a growing, robust city. There's a lot of good things happening at Charlotte right now. Although, as has been pointed out many times, markets aren't necessarily driving expansion anymore. They prioritized mega population bases when they did this expansion. That's why they did it. That's why it's these teams. Right. That's their goal here. It's not that it's driving expansion, but if you are going to expand, you're not coming to small markets. It's as simple yeah. as that. Charlotte, Birmingham, these are these are markets that are you know the biggest available ones for sure. Yeah, San Antonio is growing like crazy. San Antonio is a, great, yeah. is a suburb of Dallas. Uh, yeah. My brother and his wife and their young daughter live in Denton. I, I went. I, I did a basketball game in Denton, Texas. I don't know ten years ago. With um, when when it was like the Sun Belt Conference Network, and it felt like it was forever away from anything. Now Denton is just part of like Dallas Metro. Period. So you're going South Florida with Boca Raton, Charlotte, Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, and Birmingham. There's another thread in those schools. You're talking about talent-rich recruiting grounds. And a conference getting an expanded footprint in those areas. And I don't know if it's just good for those schools or if it's good for the entire league. I mean, does Temple in the American benefit from schools in Florida and Texas being conference games? I, I don't know. Maybe. This does not make the American the power six. You know, the, the moniker that they've been trying to hang on to. They're losing UCF. They're losing Cincinnati. They're losing what? Houston. So replacing those three schools with these six schools does not make you a power six conference. Yeah. Because you yeah. still have and Maybe when you're making this decision, obviously it's financially driven, and they feel like this would be the best option for them financially. But if you were going to expand for football, don't you have to question whether or not Louisiana, Coastal Carolina are sustainable? We know Appalachian State's just going to keep running a good program. I mean, they've been doing it for decades now. Regardless of level or conference, Appalachian State figures out how to win. Feels like they're going to keep winning regardless of where they go. But do you you think that that factors in? 
Yeah, I mean, Coastal Carolina is good right now, but they've never been good. They got a good coach. If he leaves, are they going to keep winning, or would we add a team from Conway, South Carolina? I was going to say, Myrtle Beach ain't Houston. No, <laughs> and they're not even really in Myrtle Beach. So I wonder if, how much they even thought about that, because not Appalachian State not being on this list is surprising to me, because they are a sustainable, successful winner. But the mountains of western North Carolina, not a whole lot of people there. Yeah, they, Be- they fill up the stadium, area. but not a lot of people there. Be- beautiful area, but Boone, North Carolina, is not the same as Birmingham or San Antonio or South Florida. It's just not. All right, so so that's part one. This will be a good league, right? I mean, the the American will continue to be a good and a competitive conference, and and. You know, when the American was formed, you kind of looked at the changing landscape in college football, and you knew that eventually there was going to be some more expansion and some consolidation and moving around and what not. I'm not sure you're bringing these schools in to boost them to a level that they've got a chance to jump to another league. I, I don't know that that's what this does, but I do think it solidifies these programs. It lets them know that they've got a good, solid home, and a long-term future there. So, part two. What does this mean for Southern Miss? When, when you look at what is left behind in Conference USA, I don't know if this is a short answer or a long answer. I don't know if it's a complicated answer. It's something we've talked about before. Southern Miss has got to figure out a way to get into the Sun Belt Conference, and it's got to happen fast. The Sun Belt's a good league. And it certainly is a more stable league now than what is going to be left of Conference USA. Is it the jump or the move that Southern Miss fans would love to see? No, they would have loved to have... Gotten an application for membership, an invitation to join the American. But it didn't happen, and it wasn't going to happen. We've talked about that. Because of many of the reasons we just discussed, when a league is looking to expand, Hattiesburg is not the media market, it's not the population base that they're looking for. So I ask again, what does this mean for Southern Miss. Love to hear from you on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. We will explore that question a little deeper when we come back. We'll look at what's left in the current Conference USA. We'll look at who's in the Sun Belt Conference. Is there a merger on the horizon? Is it just a few teams that make the move? All that coming up with you, Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Richland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. So far, just seeing construction delays on Highway 22 in Madison County there at Bellevue Drive. Elsewhere, no other major problems so far to speak of this afternoon. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Physical Therapy and Balance, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free, over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over-the-phone fall assessment screening. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. question if i had asked the two of you and this is what we do for a living right we talk about college sports every single day if i had said to the two of you right before the show began actually let's say let's rewind yesterday before you were fresh and reading this story about conference usa 
and losing members and go if I had said name all 14 teams in Conference USA could you have done it no absolutely not I would have been able to get there yeah I, I think if you I gave me a pen there. and paper and yeah. able to write them out I would have been able to get there but but no, not like you do it with the SEC where no, you go okay right. hold on West you got I would have had to think yeah a lot right so you you might would have gotten there but it's not an easy exercise who would have stumped you like if you had to think for a minute would, would Charlotte Honestly, have stumped yeah. you yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't I would I still think Charlotte's like an FCS school to be totally honest I don't ever think about them yeah um, UTEP would have gotten me probably UTEP Old Dominion yes. Old Dominion might have, yeah. Old Dominion is helpful because baseball, they were good last year and they were sort of in the hunt. Yes, I remember yeah. that. So here's the current membership in Conference USA. Charlotte, FIU in Fort Lauderdale, FAU in Boca, Louisiana Tech, Marshall, Middle Tennessee, North Texas, Old Dominion, Rice, Southern Miss, UAB, UTEP, UTSA, and Western Kentucky. That's another so one. So as we've been discussing, say what? On. That's another one. Western Kentucky, I probably would not have thought of them. Played in the conference championship game, what was it, two years ago? Ooh. Football? Did, didn't watch. Yeah. So you're you're losing Charlotte and FAU, North Texas, Rice, UAB, and UTSA. So you're left with eight. Those eight are FIU down in South Florida, which, by the way, in a Sunbelt merger, it's a long way to Fort Lauderdale. Louisiana Tech, Marshall, Middle Tennessee, Old Dominion, Southern Miss, UTEP, and Western Kentucky. Now, what about the Sunbelt Conference? So it's a 14-team lead, six are leaving, you got eight left. Here's the makeup of the Sunbelt Conference. Appalachian State, Little Rock, Arkansas State, Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern and Georgia State, Louisiana Lafayette, ULM, South Alabama, Texas Arlington, Texas State, and Troy. In your mind, is it as simple as you take the eight remaining teams in Conference USA and you figure out a way to merge Conference USA in the Sun Belt and form a 20-team league? No. That's not not that simple. That's tough. Okay. Okay. And it's all financial, right? I mean, you your conference only gets a certain amount of money. And when you add teams, everybody else gets less. And so when you add teams, they have to increase the value of your league to make it make sense. The SEC adding West Virginia wouldn't change the financial profile of the SEC, which is why they didn't do it. They added Texas and Oklahoma. You don't just add teams for the sake of adding them. You you have to do it for financial purposes. Going to 20 
if it doesn't dramatically increase your revenue and increase payouts, if I'm a current member, if I'm Appalachian State, I'm saying no. You're not adding this team. They might cost us more, or at least pay us less. Because we have to give them a fraction of our revenue now, and they don't bring anything to our table. So no thank you. My first thought is that Marshall and ODU need to look at the MAC. Makes more sense regionally, right? They're just closer to Ohio and those big those though that area of the country, rather than trying to get down into Florida and Texas. Because one thing I this is something that uh Scott Strickland told me one time, and it's just stuck with me through the years that when you make these decisions, it's not just about football. Do you want your volleyball team on a plane from Huntington, West Virginia to San Antonio, Texas on a random Wednesday night? I mean, that is an expense, especially for these kind of schools, that well, we don't ever think about. Okay. So I think you just hit on something. And, Borky, I'm going to push back on your theory just a little bit. I agree with it in principle when you're talking about Power 5 leagues. It's about adding value. Right? you, you got to figure out a way to bring in teams that are going to generate more revenue for the league. The reality is the television deal for the Sunbelt Conference, for Conference USA, the MAC has actually got a pretty good TV deal because they've been willing to move those games to Tuesday nights and Monday nights and Wednesday nights. And, you know, if you want to play it on Thursday and a half, they'll play it then. You know, just make up a time and a day and they'll play their games there. And they've kind of generated some buzz with Maction or whatever. The Sunbelt Conference and Conference USA, in terms of the TV deal, generates very, very little revenue. So you could make the argument that a merger of the two leagues that saves money in travel expense and creates some regional rivalries that might generate larger crowds at home events could outweigh a better TV deal because the TV deal is just small. Does that make any sense? And it's going to be small regardless. It's going to be small regardless. There is there is no big TV deal for any combination of these teams. Yeah. So if it's going to be small, then why would you want more people to distribute that small amount of money? To? Uh, you're not wrong. Well, you're, you're just hopeful. Well, I mean, you probably could pull the two TV deals together and have the – you know, net revenue be about the same. And the the home attendance thing is interesting, but I mean, nobody's tra SEC teams aren't traveling anymore. How many well, Ole Miss, how many Ole Miss fans went to Knoxville? You said five thousand. Yeah, Ole Miss sold thirty five hundred of its allotment, and then probably I think it's fair to say another fifteen hundred to two thousand people were there. I, I think in the five six thousand range. That's the SEC. And it's the only game where Ole Miss will travel that way this year. Don't think they'll bring that many to Starville? No. Okay. Less. No. Ole Miss has sold fewer out of its allotment for the Egg Bowl than it sold for the Tennessee game. That that could change, though. I mean, if Ole Miss doesn't lose again. Well, yeah. Okay. okay. Ten and sure. one. Sure. Yeah, that, that, that's altogether possible. But, Borky, I mean less about traveling fan bases and more in you get interesting matchups that are more local. 
And and so maybe it's an even more intriguing matchup for a home fan base. I mean, think about Southern Miss playing Louisiana Lafayette in football. I would think that's a decent draw in both Hattiesburg and in Lafayette. Yeah, more so than more Old so Dominion. More so than Old Dominion. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I headed down the same road. And Monroe it, too. Monroe and, and Southern is. I mean, that's an easy. You know, just get over to Jackson and get on I-20. That's an easy drive. We'll talk to Luke in a second. I wonder um, what UAB was like this weekend in Hattiesburg. Because in theory, that the should thing, be a pretty quick trip. But The thing we haven't discussed is this, the nightmare scenario, which is what if there is another round of invitations to merge conferences and not everybody's included, and one of the teams not included is Southern Miss? Nightmare is a good word. Because that's when you, you have to seriously start talking about do you drop to FCS? That's a discussion no USM fan wants to have, but goodness, what else is there? Yeah. Luke has actually sent me a couple of maps that shows the, the location of Sunbelt teams in comparison to the location of, uh, of Conference USA teams. And it certainly shrinks the footprint, although it doesn't necessarily shrink it dramatically. But I do think it gives you the opportunity, if you went to a 20-team league, maybe there's a little bit of crossover, but there's less. I mean, you almost do it where you have kind of an east and a west, and you've got a bunch of doable trips in the west, and you got some doable trips in the east, and then you figure out a way to make it work. So we'll talk about that. Luke Johnson will join us from the Eagle Hour. No, that was a big... This has been a big topic of conversation for them today on uh, on their show. And we'll talk about it as well. And we'll look back to last weekend and what's coming up on the football schedule as well. But I think this is, you know, it's far more fascinating right now. Wins and losses on the football field, not a whole lot of fun to talk about right now if you're golden, a Golden Eagle. But the future of the program, that's a different deal. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Luke will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, low around 59. For your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny conditions, high near 83. And for your Thursday, a slight chance of rain under partly sunny skies, high near 82. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor. Whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. 
I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Encella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Lawmakers are still hard at work on a medical marijuana proposal. Senator Joey Fillengain told Super Talk that their members received a new version of the draft around 4.30 yesterday afternoon. And the email also said that it had input from the governor's office, so I don't know how much input from all three parties, but that was the email attached to this draft saying all three sides had input into this newest version. He doesn't know if it's a final product yet, and at this point, Governor Tate Reeves has yet to call a special session. Meanwhile, today's report from the Department of Health includes 1,278 new cases of COVID-19, along with 18 additional deaths dating back to mid-August. Overall, the state's total number of cases since the onset of the pandemic is now just shy of 500,000, and just under 10,000 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. 
Super Talk Mississippi. Your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi Tuesday afternoon. Thank you for being with us. Let's visit with our friend Luke Johnson, co-host of the Eagle Hour, Super Talk Hattiesburg, Super Talk Laurel, available on demand at supertalk.fm. He's on the Farm Bureau phone line, and if you're watching on supertalktv.com, you can see him there as well. Um, Luke, I don't want to dive too deep into Saturday uh, because I don't think there's anybody that would find much joy in that. Uh, UAB gets the win over the Golden Eagles. Uh, another day where injuries are part of the story. 107 yards of total offense. E. Yeah, let's not dive too deep. That was the question. Yeah, the the question was <laughs> e question mark. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Golden Eagles lost, uh, got another quarterback injured. Jake Lang hurt his uh, his ankle, so T-Webb came into the game. Kevin Smithart, who was a student coach last week, was on the sidelines as the third-string quarterback. So this was the fifth different quarterback the Golden Eagles have uh, have played. Chandler Pittman, who uh, was kind of a Wildcat quarterback, um, he uh, has apparently hurt his lower leg or an extremity to maybe a knee possibly, so he was announced today he's out for the rest of the year. And just the hits just keep on coming uh, for the Golden Eagles now one and six. They still playing hard. They did for um, a quarter and a half. It was three to nothing at the end of the first. Um, Ten to nothing UAB. Then they get a punt blocked return for a touchdown, and and you just kind of saw maybe some of the will give way. Second half uh, they only gave up three points. UAB may have caught off the dogs a little bit, but it was three to nothing at the end of the first. It was thirty one to nothing at halftime. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a tough way to go. So Southern Miss now one and six on the year, zero and three, and absolutely depleted by injuries at this point. Um, I, I guess, and I'm I'm really not trying to be flippant when I say this, but when the in, when when this year comes to an end, Will Hall is going to be able to say to his team, "There's nowhere for us to go but up." Exactly. I mean, one of the things he said in the post game was. That he was headed out to recruit. I mean, uh, and and so you you wonder. I, I'm this is. I don't think it's that hot of a take, but I think the 2012 team could beat this team by by two touchdowns, maybe more. And I don't say that to you know demean this team. It's just the the fact that that 2012 team was playing better competition. They had NFL players on that roster, and I think what you're seeing, particularly with the offensive line. Um, is that this is not an offensive line that that can run um, Will Hall's offense. I just think that's the, br- the brutality of it. Uh, we've talked about it all year, and, and you just have to face it. Uh, they're trying to do what they can, but there's just an inability to move the football up and down the field. So 
We spent the first half hour of the show talking about this story from The Athletic and the reporting that uh, six current members of Conference USA are making the move to, um, to the American. And all six of those members come from big metropolitan areas. You're talking about Boca, which is, you know, South Florida extended. I mean, you don't necessarily call that Miami, but it's the same general area. And then Charlotte and Birmingham and Houston and Dallas and, and San Antonio. Give me a big picture thought on this before we kind of dive into what it means for Southern Miss. So you remember we talked uh, particularly probably about a month ago, and we thought this was coming really quick, and kind of what you saw was the American had to, to pull their cards back simply because the Mountain West teams that they wanted uh, didn't, you know, chose to stay in the Mountain West. And so the AAC was kind of forced into a position where they had to kind of go to plan B and, and plan C. From that time on, um, Southern Miss fans, for the most part, have have overwhelmingly wanted to go to the to the Sun Belt. And, and the reason being is Conference USA, this is really the third time or, or possibly the third and a half time Conference USA has, has realigned. And the initial one in 2004, 2005, when they lost Louisville, when they lost Army, when they lost TCU, they went after, you know, what would eventually uh, b- become the American as we know it now. They went after Dallas with SMU. They went after, you know, a few more of the Orlando with UCF. And then, so when they realigned again in 2013, 2014, uh, they did the same thing. They went after big cities. They went after big markets. And this second time, it has not, ha- is not worked at all. And so, Looking at what the American is doing, they're basically just, you know, on an elevated level going after the Conference USA strategy. And so I think Southern Miss fans looking at that didn't want to be a part of that the second time around. And so kind of the, the some of the thinking is, is that if you got bad football in Conference USA, you're going to go bad football in the American eventually. And yeah, the, the TV money is good right now. But when you lose those three big markets of Cincinnati, Houston and Orlando, it's it's too volatile. And uh, so that that new TV deal, when you're talking about, you know, not so great football across the board in Conference USA elevates the American, it's just going to possibly mean less money down down the line. So it looks good up front, but I don't think it's reasonable to sustain. So we were talking about this earlier, and Borky was kind of talking about the strategy of, you know, when you merge a league or you add teams to a league, you're talking about adding value from a a television standpoint. I kind of countered with when, when there's not a lot of value there, to start with, maybe that matters less than saving money in other areas. How real is the idea of a merger, or at least mostly a merger, between Conference USA and the Sun Belt? I mean, if you just took it as it exists right now, that'd be 20 teams. I mean, you go a couple of 10-team divisions, maybe east and west or north and south. Does it make sense to do it that way? Is there a scenario where some of the remaining teams in Conference USA join the Sun Belt and then others are left out, or vice versa. Really, the only feasible, really the only feasible rumors that have been coming out for really the last month, and again, the stuff of the Mountain West put all this on on pause. Really, it's only been uh, Marshall and Old Dominion and Southern Miss possibly going to the Sun Belt since this was announced yesterday. It's just been more about Marshall and Southern Miss going to the Sun Belt. Uh, Some belt sources seem to indicate the league doesn't want to extend beyond 
um, 12 football teams. They do have 12 teams right now, but, but two of those teams don't play football. So they would extend to a, possibly a 12-team league. It would be Southern Miss and Marshall. Kind of feel like Southern Miss is is in the Sunbelt's A plan simply because it's the part of the footprint that's not represented in the state of Mississippi. And the Sunbelt has, has gone after, rather than uh, programs, they haven't gone after programs in big media markets. They've done more, you know, in a group of five brand uh, better. And so Southern Miss fits that. They don't fit the American model. And I think Southern Miss fans are far more happy about being in the geographical footprint where they can drive to games the, the teams don't have to fly everywhere. It's not so spread out. And uh, it seems like it, it's more stable conference and a welcome thing for Conference USA. Southern Miss, or for Southern Miss Conference, uh, Conference USA has not given good leadership. And I think Southern Miss fans feel that there's strong leadership in the Sun Belt. All right. So the two non football playing members of the Sun Belt are what? Little Rock and Texas Arlington. Is that right? Yep. That's right. Okay. So everybody else is a, uh, a football group in there. How likely are we talking about it? Has Jeremy given you any indication as to where perhaps these conversations are? Rodney Bennett, uh, we had somebody that texted us a little while ago, said asked Rodney Bennett about the Sun Belt at a homecoming event, and he said no comment and laughed. Yeah, I mean, Jeremy was on the Eagle Hour a couple weeks ago, and you know, as as transparent as he can be, just open. You know, it was just diplomatic. Uh, didn't answer a question about the Sun Belt and then talked about the Sun Belt for like two minutes, maybe three minutes. <laughs> so, you know, you appreciate Jeremy, uh, you know, doing what he's got to do. I just, I feel like this is the first domino to fall. That's kind of what we talked about on the show today. It's kind of what Southern Miss fans feel like. It's kind of what lining up with the Sun Belt is that, uh, Marshall and Southern Miss will eventually end up in, in the Sun Belt. Now we don't know how quick that's going to be. Jeremy said, uh, you know, this is before the AAC announcement that certain things would have to fall in place and the decision making could happen as, as soon as a month or it could happen, you know, uh, at the end of the year. So I, I, I think the Sunbelt is, uh, was waiting on the AAC to do their thing. Uh, but I really feel like on both sides, uh, Marshall and Southern Miss feel like the Sunbelt is a better overall long term solution than the volatility that will exist in the American. Why is Marshall attractive, but Louisiana Tech's not? Well, you've already got two Louisiana teams in the Sun Belt. And they and, don't want another UAB Louisiana team? Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is Lafayette and Monroe have a say. And so why would you bring in, a you know, a, another threat, you know, especially Monroe right down there on, on I-20? So uh, Southern Miss makes the most sense. It's a state that's not represented in the Sun Belt. Uh, you get a little north with West Virginia. You know, if they wanted to, to go to a 14-team league, you know, maybe go after Liberty, maybe pull in an Old Dominion. But I think from everything we've been seeing, and, and of course all this is fluid, I, it looks like it's just going to be 12 team and Southern Miss and Marshall are, are probably the best uh, and make the most sense with that. So you said Southern Miss fans seem to be interested in this idea. Is it because of the idea of some rivalries? I mean, Southern Miss, Arkansas State, that makes some sense. Lafayette makes sense. Monroe makes sense. You know, you get South Alabama now as a conference game. Is, is that the reason? We've only got about 30 seconds left. Yeah, and I think more than just football. I mean, you look at baseball. We, there's an argument to be made that Sunbelt's a better baseball conference than Conference USA anyway. But, yeah, I think it is. You can uh, have more people travel. You can travel better. And I just think Southern Miss fans don't want to deal with Conference USA 2.0, which is what the American looks like. All right. Luke, thanks for the insight, man. We'll talk to you soon. See you, Richard. Luke Johnson, co-host of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. They talk Southern Miss every single day. Be sure to check that out. You can get it as a podcast or on demand at supertalk.fm.
Quick first half hour. We will wrap it up when we come back with you. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon, they're at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Looking good at the moment. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems so far for the drive home. Please buckle up and drive safe and have a great afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers. That number 601-353-5217. On game day, the Bulldogs bring the noise. And with a powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can bring whatever you want, whenever you need it. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and the Bulldogs, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. 
If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Boy, good seats still available at Chavez Ravine. Braves-Dodgers coming up. First pitch in about 10 minutes. They've got the teams lined up on the field. They're about to do the national anthem. Dodger Stadium seats a little over 50,000. Looks like they're a little over, oh, I don't know, about 10,000 there right now. Which, that's a notoriously late-arriving crowd for first pitch, but it's a late-arriving crowd for a 7 o'clock first pitch. You go 2 o'clock in the afternoon local time on a weekday, man, it's a tough, uh, tough draw. Braves up 2-0 in the series and trying to take a 3-0 lead. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, good to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Monday Night Football last night. Woo! Wow. What a game that was. Jeff Simmons. Wow. And what an ending. Did you guys watch? Yeah, I did not. I did absolutely. I had, now I had my I, my fantasy NBA draft last night, so I, I was stuck in that. Your what? Fantasy basketball? You gotta do the laptop in the lap like the old days. Well, I was I was actually up here at the studio because the camera on my uh, my my laptop isn't working, so I just used up up here. So we did a big there Zoom call, and there you go. All right. Um, but Jeff Simmons, wild football that. game. Now, Borky, I will make it. I will admit something to you. That fourth quarter was well. Really, the entire second half was wildly entertaining. I mean, it was like a volley back and forth, back and forth, big plays, long drives. Kind of felt like it went fast. Yeah. I made a mistake though. I tried to watch the fourth quarter in the bed. Oh, you missed it. I fell asleep at the end. Oh, you <laughs> I fell asleep and missed the end, and I woke up at midnight like a 60-year-old man needing to go to the restroom, and I was like, hold on, it's over. No, I missed it. What happened? And I pull up my phone to see how it ended, and it was like, holy cow. Man. What a play by Jeffrey Simmons at the end. What a heavyweight fight that was. little slippage there from Josh Allen. Uh, I mean, it had everything. Well, slippage is because Jeffrey Simmons blocked three offensive linemen into the backfield. Oh, and uh, according to Chris Broussard on one of those ESPN yelling shows this morning, if no, Buffalo... No, Fox, Fox. 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 You know, one of the yelling shows, whatever, where they don't actually like prepare, they just get ready to yell at each other. Uh, if the Bills would not have lost Taylor Lewan during the game, <laughs> whoops, they would have gotten the first down there. So... Uh, no, that was... In, worky, but I just don't feel up to it. <laughs> that was incredible, though. I, I mean... And what I cannot stand, I, I hate when people do this, and it's the nature of this business and the direction it's going with the yelling and all that stuff. The hindsight thing is just so incredibly stupid. Oh, you should have 
kicked the field goal, should have kicked the field goal, gone to overtime. No, man. Just because the outcome was not favorable does not mean the decision was the incorrect one. And, and conversely, just because the outcome was good doesn't mean the decision was correct either. If you cannot get two feet, you don't deserve to win the game. You've got a massive quarterback, a physical big quarterback. You've been running the football all night. You play to win the game. McDermott played to win the game, and it just came up short. And on top of the emotions of it, like, I love the call. I love the guts. Win the game right here. What happens if you lose a coin toss and you kick it to Derrick Henry, who's been treating your defense like they're small children all night long? Dude, did did you see the segment that they did where they showed Derrick Henry's workout regimen? It's it's unbelievable. He's not human. The guy does push-ups with his feet on a rubber ball. His hands are gripping... A bar that is attached to, uh, attached to like a weight rack. So it's not a stable bar. It's a moving bar with like a hundred pound chain draped over his neck. It's as much about balance as it is about strength. I mean, just in the, Jane was watching at that point. She goes, that can't be good for your body long term. I was like, it may not be good for his body long term, but that dude is an animal. Just a beast. And the breakaway speed. I mean, on that long touchdown yeah, that's the run. That's thing, right? Fastest run in the open field by a running back this season. You can be big and you can be fast. But when you're both, that's a problem. That's where Derrick Henry is right now, man. That guy's insane. And then Simmons, I mean, he's the next $100 million guy for Mississippi State, right? That guy is, is a dominant player. I had a question on my mailbag today that said, you know, asked about Simmons, and I was like, you know, I said, I said it back in 19, I'll say it again. If Simmons hadn't been hurt before the draft and he didn't have the off-the-field issue that he had, I think he would have been the number two pick in the draft. I think he would have been taking over Nick Bosa. He I was can that, that talented. He's just yeah. that kind of player. Dominant. Forky, when they showed that flash on the screen of the mile per hour rate for Derrick Henry, did your mouth drop a little bit? I, I, I guess I'm not surprised by him anymore, but he is Billy Madison playing dodgeball against the first graders <laughs> when Miss Lippy's doing that weird dance in the classroom. That's what he is. The puppy, that was a revolution. 20 carries for 143. He averaged 7.2 a carry, three touchdowns, and had a 76-yard touchdown run mixed in. Yikes! Don't eat Chipotle. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Peroni Street Pros. Online at PeroniStreetPros.com. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden meeting with moderate and progressive Democrats to reach a consensus on a major social spending bill. What we're looking to achieve is a unified path forward on a package. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the frequency of meetings with lawmakers reflects President Biden's urgency on legislation addressing climate change, education, and health care. Democratic leaders in Congress have set a self-imposed legislative deadline at the end of this month. Fox's Jared Halpern. 
Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the chamber will likely vote tomorrow to begin debate on voting rights legislation. Republicans argue voting laws are a state's rights issue. It is my hope and anticipation that none of us will vote for this latest iteration of democratic efforts to take over how every American votes all over the country. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. America is listening to Fox News. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840, or look for us on Facebook. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two individuals have been arrested for defrauding the state's workforce enhancement training program. Monday, State Auditor Shad White announced the arrests of Edie Washington and Joe Lauder, with Washington being accused of submitting fraudulent documents to Itawamba Community College and obtaining over $680,000 through the program for a furniture manufacturing company. Lauder allegedly manufactured fraudulent documents. Demand letters issued by the auditor's office to Washington, Louder, ICC, and the business owners total over $2.3 million. And some Ram trucks could be recalled. More from Fox's Chris Foster. Some of their high-pressure fuel pumps have failed, leading to stalling or loss of power. The investigation covers 600,000 heavy-duty diesel Ram trucks, 25, 35, 45, and 5500s. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it's received two dozen complaints or reports of stalling engines, but no reports of crashes or injuries. Oh, what fun! Mistletoe Marketplace. Join us November 3rd through 6th for the 41st annual premier holiday shopping experience at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. As you may know, each year Mistletoe Marketplace offers unique shopping and entertainment. We have special events throughout Mistletoe Marketplace that are sure to excite those young and the young at heart. Buy your tickets today to join the festivities. Funds raised through this beloved event make it possible for the Junior League of Jackson to host over 30 community projects and initiatives. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. David Grayson operates CareMed, an EMS provider for rural areas in North Mississippi. He shared with Supertalk that the industry is facing a shortage. I think there are a lot of people maybe going into other healthcare areas than EMS. Right now in Mississippi, our community college programs have a fairly low number of students. 
uh, going into EMS. Nowhere near enough to meet the needs we need today. EMTs were brought in as part of the federal aid in the midst of the Delta surge as wait times increased. And the elimination of the personal income tax is a possibility in Mississippi. But Scott Waller, CEO of the Mississippi Economic Council, believes there are some things we need to focus on to avoid unintended consequences. One of those is the fact that the most utilized tax incentive that we have in Mississippi is our jobs tax credit, the payroll tax credit. So the point I was hoping to make in that was let's figure out a way to know what we're going to replace that with and make sure that's in place as part of anything we do moving forward. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com slash business. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Mm, from the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi. o'clock hour with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Thanks for being with us. Streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Golden Moon and the Silver Star Casinos. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad with you. Sports Talk is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford who reminds you that with home football this weekend, you've got double-decker bus tours available as well, starting on Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock. $10 for adults, $5 for children. You can call Visit Oxford, excuse me, visit Oxford at 662-232-2477 to make a reservation. On Friday night at 6.30, you've got Square Jam on the Oxford Square and then there's some live music that's happening on Friday afternoon and evening as well that we will tell you about later this evening. All information available on the Visit Oxford website, visitoxfordms.com, or you can follow along on any of their social media platforms at Visit Oxford MS. Yesterday was press conference day. Let's hear from the head bulldog, Mike Leach, following Alabama and looking forward to Vanderbilt. Uh, last year after the Vanderbilt game, you, you questioned your team's toughness a little bit in the press conference. Um, how, how do you feel they kind of took that in, in those coming weeks? And do, do you kind of see you know messages like that from last year translating this year a little bit? Uh, you know, I think I think we practice better this year. I think we play harder. I think you know, 
Um, I think we're we're definitely an improved team. I think that it's uh, you know there's just a, kind of a growth process to the whole thing. I uh, you know I think they draw on some of the messages, but also you got to reinforce them too. Coach, your offensive line was strong against LSU and A&M. I know you attributed some of the seven sacks against Alabama to miscommunication with the receivers, but how much cause for concern is there with the O-line right now? Well, they, I didn't think we played well on the O-line last game. I thought that, but I thought it was kind of a group effort. You know, I thought uh, we were a team that uh, you know, that played frantic, tried to make too much happen, thought we had to make more happen than we did, and so we got in our own way. Oh, Alabama had a, had a hey, lot of yards. Up. Next question. You're not. You're not asking any questions. Coach, the Alabama game, notwithstanding, when you look back at this offense and kind of look at where they are right now, what's your thoughts on, on where things are, and is it is it about where you want it to be no, as a whole? It's never where you want it to be, but I, you know, we just got to keep improving, keep grinding, keep improving. Mike, I noticed the last couple of games you have J.J. Jernigan listed as the starter at running back on the depth chart. Uh, was there anything in the bye week or just what you've seen from him this season to kind of get him to that point, and you kind of expect him to get some more snaps moving forward? Well, I, tell you, I think he's really a good player. I think that, uh, you know, he's kind of made a move there, and I think those three are pretty interchangeable, and so um, really I expect all three of them to play. You had some big plays on defense given up when Alabama got some yards after the catch. What do you think led to that, and how vital will it be to clean that? Say, say that again. Yeah, you had uh, big plays allowed on defense where Alabama had a lot of yards after catch. How do you have? I, I thought I thought our eyes were in the wrong place and we didn't tackle well. You know, it's about as simple as that. You know, I mean, you know, obviously they're a fine team, but the, you know, guy runs a curl and takes it seventy yards. Well, you know. There was some contribution on our part a little bit, too, you know. Yeah, yeah I think they play hard. I think they're a scrappy team. I think they're kind of a uh, defense-driven uh, team. And I think that, uh, you know, we got to play well in order to to win. I mean, we got to uh, up there in Nashville. And, I've, <coughs> um, you know, we just got to play well to win. And the whole thing is a good week of preparation. Uh, I haven't really asked about J Jack Abraham since uh, fall camp. W what kind of role is he playing with the team right now? Is he, is he still taking part practices, scout team? How is he kind of fitting in? No, he's uh, no, he's not on the team right now. Coach, you got Brandon Ruiz back in the in the lineup, and obviously he, he kicked well the other night. Uh, just just what kind of boost does he give that special teams and confidence he gives y'all as coaches? I, you know, he's, he provides a consistency. You know, he makes most of his field goals. He has good range, and he kicks it out of the end zone. And, uh, you know, some people are trying to drop those kicks in there, hoping to get a few other yards. But, uh, you know, there's a steadiness to kicking it through the end zone, which I think is very positive, and he's good at that. Of course, you know, the other fellow is good at it too, so... Uh, on your second drive Saturday, after Alabama scored its first touchdown, you get down around the 25, have to kick a field goal. How much did not getting seven points end up mattering with respect to the outcome of that game? <clears throat> well, I don't, I don't know about the math. Probably uh, four points worth. I know this. Uh, it was a topic of discussion at SEC Media Day, just how NIL would kind of play into to the college landscape. You know, now that you're kind of going through a season and and some of your players are signing deals. I mean, what kind of role do you see it in locker rooms or recruiting or just around the nation that you've heard about it? I think it's still kind of unfolding. You know, I, I don't think there's 
really a clear way to describe it just yet. I think it's unfolding, and I think as guys get opportunities, uh, you know, uh, then they take them. So, you know, I just, uh, we'll see what happens. I, I, I wish I knew more. I'm kind of waiting to see what happens myself. After having a day to evaluate it, what, what did you think of Will's um, performance as execution of the night? What was he looking for, especially when Alabama started just dropping back in those zones and daring him to throw? I didn't think Will threw, played very well. I didn't think he communicated particularly well. And, and uh, it was kind of a, I thought it was a group effort, you know. I mean, it was, it was the whole thing. I didn't think we did a great job getting open. I didn't think we did a great job protecting. And I didn't think he did a great job either. Coach, uh, hitting the, about the halfway point of the season, I guess it is after six games, halfway point. Just your evaluation to this point, three and three record-wise, is that about where you thought you'd be? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I always I just do them one at a time, and then I do them one at a time and figure on uh, on uh, winning it the week I'm preparing for it. So uh, no, I, I think that we I think we we've improved. I'm, I'm pleased that we've improved at times, but we got to accelerate that process and do it more. You know. This is your 35th season coaching college football. How have you seen the sport change in that time? Uh, well, <clears throat> it's changed less than you might think, I think. I think, you know, everybody says, uh, you know, <clears throat> they go through all this stuff. Kids are different nowadays. I don't, I don't think they really are. I think a guy that really wants to play will make a lot of sacrifices to play. And then I think that um, the biggest thing I would say is probably uh, the instant media. You know, everything from uh, social media to um, <clears throat> stuff happens a lot more quickly. Like, uh, you know, when I was a kid, somebody, you know, if he did, did something good, might carry around a newspaper article for a month, you know. Well, here it's going to change uh, within uh, a couple hours type of thing. So, Mike Leach yesterday. Um was asked if three and three was about where he thought his team was going to be at this point, and thought he kind of dodged that maybe the way you would expect. I don't think you're going to find a coach and go, "Oh yeah, you know, I really expected us to lose three of our first six games." Yeah, um, he did say he thought they were a better team and they had improved along the way, and I would agree with that. Didn't sound particularly pleased with how Mississippi State played. Yeah, he did. That, that's a little bit of a, a similar refrain to what we talked about after Ole Miss's game against Alabama. Ole Miss didn't play particularly well. Some of that, though, is the opponent. And I'm about to say, yeah, how much of that is who you're playing? So yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, his frustration is is obvious after this game. I think Leach might have had the same sort of mindset that you and I had that they're probably not going to win, but they, we expect them to be better than they were. You know, to to be able to maybe keep the game competitive for three quarters, to you know, to not make the same uh, issues you had last year, and more importantly, so many self-inflicted mistakes. You know, it's one thing if Alabama just plays better and beats you, but when you're giving them the ball, when you're you know making mental errors, when you are you know having untimely penalties, that's a little harder to uh, to you know to square away. We'll talk more about this when we come back, but what was the deal on the I'm not answering your question? You don't get to ask a question. 
that was uh, Andy Koska. He works for the Clarion Ledger. Uh, you know, as we all know here in this state, the longest standing football rivalry is not the Egg Bowl. It is Mississippi State versus the Clarion Ledger. And so another chapter in that storied rivalry here. Um, reached out to State, no comment. Reached out to Andy, no comment. Uh, so they're going to try to just put this behind them. Uh, I don't know a whole lot of the details about what's going on there, but obviously something uh, that Andy has reported has bothered Leach in the football media department, and there it is. I have my own thoughts on that. We like so we'll, let's we'll go a little deeper after the break. All right, let's go a little bit deeper on this because I I don't know, man. I a coach not liking something that somebody writes and therefore refusing to answer a question or even take a question in a press conference setting is who? Okay. We'll talk about that next. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. SuperTalkTV.com. More coming up. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. So far, just seeing construction delays on Highway 22 in Madison County there at Bellevue Drive. Elsewhere, no other major problems so far to speak of this afternoon. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Guys, if you've found the keeper in your life, whether you've just started dating or you've been married for decades, we've built an entire store just for you. Juniker Jewelry Company. We are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm John Ravenstein. I'm Rachel. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. With 10 times the diamonds, engagement rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best price in the state. We have the perfect diamond to express the will of your heart. No other jeweler in the state has more fine diamonds of every size, shape, and price range than Junikers. So whether you're looking for your first engagement ring or that second diamond you've always wanted to give her but now can afford, if you found the love of your life, come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Because she's a keeper. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. 
Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi continues. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm with you. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. We played you Mike Leach's press conference from yesterday. Sounded a little disappointed with the way his team played against Alabama. Not a ton of looking ahead to um, Vanderbilt. A little bit, but not a ton. And that's in he the did say too, so... Yeah, he he did say they play hard and you got to play well. Yeah. Um, True. But a question emerges from the press conference that is because of Mike Leach refusing to answer a question. So Andy Kostka covers Mississippi State for the Clarion Ledger. Yes, Clarion Ledger is still a thing. No shot intended. It's just a shell of what it was. I mean, it's a shell of what it was when Rick Cleveland was the lead columnist and everybody woke up on Saturday morning to see what he thought about the biggest game of the day and Rusty Hampton was the sports editor and was what, I'm not using the term as it pertains to Mississippi State, but reporters and other newspaper publishers and editors referred to him as a bulldog. Had nothing to do with Mississippi State. That's the way he ran that department. He hired great reporters. There have been unbelievable reporters at the Clarion Ledger through the years. And I think there still are good reporters at the Clarion Ledger. And there Ledger. still are good reporters the, at the Clarion what's Ledger. what's above the reporter level that's the problem. For it's the a Gannett issue more than a Clarion Ledger issue, but Clarion Ledger falls under the Gannett umbrella. And, and frankly, and there is no five. leadership in Jackson at the Clarion Ledger. Yeah, I agree. The reporters do a pretty good job. I think Nick Suss is a good dude, and he does a good job. I don't know Andy Kostka. Good kid. Uh, great. So good why did Mike Leach refuse to answer a question from Andy Kostka? Cut him off that, in, in mid-sentence and said, you don't get to answer a question. That I don't know, and that I don't like either, to be totally honest. Now, first off, mainly because maybe there comes a day where he doesn't like something I've said, and I get cut off. I don't want that to happen. What I would say is this. And I don't, I don't pertain to know the dealings, and and I don't pertain to know how things work. But if you're going to let him come to the press conference, you got to answer his questions. If you don't want him to answer question, ask questions, don't let him come to the press conference. That's how I would run things. I would say, well, you're not allowed to ask ask questions. So why is he there? He's just taking up a seat. Just tell him, hey, you can't come to the press conference. You're not welcome at Mississippi State anymore. And explain to him why. Don't tell him when he's sitting down there and embarrass him by saying, oh, you can't answer questions. I'm not going to answer your questions. I don't get that. If you're going to let him come to the press conference, 
answer his questions. So what did he do that the head coach at Mississippi State won't answer a football question in a press conference setting? That that I don't know the answer to. But what bugs me I, is this. So, so I'm, I, I'm sorry, Borky. Just say I, I just want to hypothesize for a second. Mm-hmm. Based on the world in which we live, I'm assuming that Andy Kostka at the Clarion Ledger wrote something or tweeted something that somebody at Mississippi State didn't like, and as a result, they're saying, "No, you don't get to ask a question." That, that's dude. That's that is bush league. That's the only feasible answer. I mean, that is that is low rent stuff. We're talking about a southeastern conference program. Southeastern conference, not group of five, not FCS. A southeastern conference athletics department with a, over a $100 million annual budget and a football coach that is paid over $5 million a year. That is petty. And this has nothing to do with where my degree comes from and the school I'm talking about. If this role miss, I'd say the exact same thing. Well, Houston Nutt did it, didn't he, with, with Neil or, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, the way once, he right? acted towards Neil. And you know what it was? Yeah. It was Bush League when Houston Nutt did it at Ole Miss, too. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, for me, if you don't want to answer his questions, that's fine. Cut him out. Cut him out. Tell him don't come. But if, he, if you're not going to tell him not to come, I would say, if he's gonna, if you're going to let him sit there, you, you got to answer his questions. That's how I would, 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 want, would want it handled. What's frustrating that I've noticed, and it's not unique to to any fan base or group of people at all, this is how basically everybody operates now, political news, any kind of reporting, but we get a text here that says, is happy that Mike Leach potentially refused to answer the question of somebody that wrote a, quote, unapproved story. It is not a real reporter's job to approve or disprove. Whoever's writing about Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, any program in America, any anybody, they do not have to get a story approved by the entity before they write it. That is what we just real, had this conversation last week with Adam Schefter. Yes. That is what real reporters do. And some, some fans want every reporter that covers their team to be a fan of the team and to make sure they run every story by the coach. And if the coach says no, then that person doesn't put it out there. That's not what real reporting is. There is a market for the fan stuff, absolutely. I mean, my gosh, the guy that started on three sold two fan site networks for, what, nine figures? I mean, there's obviously a market for it. But if you're going to allow real reporters in the room, and this goes for everywhere... They're going to do real reporting, and if you don't like it, don't do things that reporters cannot report that is bad. It's really it's that simple. It's frustrating when that mentality is, I like that Mike Leach won't answer questions from a reporter that didn't approve a story. Well, then it becomes, it's such a slippery slope. I mean, if you guys listen to my podcast, if you listen to me on this show, I'm critical of Mississippi State, I'm critical of Mike Leach, I'm critical of, of, of Ben Howland and Chris Lamonis and everybody when the time comes to be critical. Uh, and I don't want to think that one day I'm going to get a phone call or that one day I'm going to 
be in the press conference and they're going to say, we're not answering your question. And it's because I was on this radio station saying, well, I think Mike Leach is doing a bad job. So it's just a slippery slope. Now, if Andy did something wrong, address it with Andy, get it fixed, and make it clear that, you know, this is maybe the last chance. Hey, this happens again, we're not going to be able to credential you any longer. But, but, I would but, think. If he did something wrong, I mean, mm-hmm. what? If he got a DUI? No, if but he, there are no, 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 he could I, no I'm, not, I'm not being flippant with you when I say that. But him writing something that is true, if that's what happens, that you didn't want him to write is not doing something wrong. It's doing something you don't like. There, but there are procedures in place for how media relations and the media are supposed to exist together. To a certain, I understand what Borky's saying. I'm not saying stories need to get approval, but there are certain things you have to do when you're writing a story that if you don't do them, the university is going to look unfavorably on that. We get a text here that says supposedly it was because the Clarity Ledger was calling players without Leach's permission. That is reporting. The school, the school may not like that, it. I mean, that that gets into a little bit of it, a gray area. It does. But it's, but it is more of a gray area than it's ever been. Yeah, with NIL. In the NIL era. Well, that. that could pay them. But they're legal adults. They're they're nineteen. They, some of them can drink alcohol on their own. I mean, there is. It would be ideal if you would go through the SID. But at the end of the day, if they say no, you you got to get a story right. So what do you do? You talk to people. And you're, and you're correct that you can do that, but then the SID has the right to say, okay, if you're going to do that, you can't be credentialed any longer. That's because their choice. Poli- that's, the, that's, that's the choice they make. So it's a yeah. fine line, sort of like what okay. Richard just said. Yeah. So, but that all that being says... said... Go ahead. I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm just going to read Pat's text. He said, I'm totally behind Leach with this, as is most of the fan base. Horka and others at the Clarion Ledger made this bed, and maybe Andy is just getting a stray bullet. Good job, Leach. There's a history with the Clarion Ledger and State. Y'all are just looking at this particular deal. State has had enough. I don't think that's has any I don't think any previous events have anything to do with it. But that doesn't it doesn't matter. So that is from my from my perspective. So it doesn't matter I, what the history I'm gonna is. go just a touch out of character here. Because yeah. I didn't think I thought Tyler Horka was a pretty good writer. I thought he was immature at times. I mean, he's like There's, 24 or something. He, he made some did. mistakes along the way. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, the, the 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 lead beat writer for the, and I'm using air quotes here, paper of record, which is kind of a bygone idea, probably not the best look to be getting into social media whizzing matches with opposing fan rival fan bases. That's a little immature, but whatever. But like from a reporting and writing standpoint, he's pretty good at his job. And, that's and he was good enough that Dame. he was hired by a massive outlet that covers Notre Dame. So, yeah, whatever. There you go. All right, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to call it a show. But before I leave, Mississippi State National Baseball Champions. Have a good day. Well, you're not feeling that bad, I guess. I'm never too fat to feel that. Yeah, somebody okay? says you go through the SID, it's a common courtesy. It, it uh, is, I'm but if they're not giving you the answers, go you go do reporting. All right. Later, hey, Dad's out. We're going to try and get through the last hour and a half without him. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, low around 59. For your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny conditions, high near 83. And for your Thursday, a slight chance of rain under partly sunny skies, high near 82. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Who said food? Who said rides? Who said free parking? I say Yazoo County Fair. The most beloved tradition of Yazoo is back. The Yazoo County Fair is celebrating its 93rd fair with a whole week of entertainment and fun. From October 15th through October 23rd, enjoy all rides for one price. Plus, arts and crafts, local canyon exhibits, petting zoo, and other fair favorites included in your general admission. Parking is free, so we hope to see you at Hugh J. McGraw Drive. Find all the details on Facebook or go to visityazoo.org. It's chaos on the car lot! That's right. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we're offering such amazing deals that we can't keep the cars on the lot. There's never been a better time to come trade in that ghoulish old car and upgrade to a new Mitsubishi. Plus, at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, you're approved for super low 1.9% APR for 60 months on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. That's right. 1.9% financing, which will save you thousands. Is your credit history really scary? Our credit team will work to make sure you're approved, no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we want your trade. We'll give you a whole lot for whatever you're driving, dead or alive. So come save like never before with our scary good deals at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. With Progressive Deals details. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two individuals have been arrested for defrauding the state's workforce enhancement training program. Monday, State Auditor Shad White announced the arrests of Edie Washington and Joe Lauder, with Washington being accused of submitting fraudulent documents to Itawamba Community College and obtaining over $680,000 through the program for a furniture manufacturing company. Lauder allegedly manufactured fraudulent documents. Demand letters issued issued by the auditor's office to Washington, Louder, ICC, and the business owners total over $2.3 million. And some Ram trucks could be recalled. More from Fox's Chris Foster. Some of their high-pressure fuel pumps have failed, leading to stalling or loss of power. The investigation covers 600,000 heavy-duty diesel Ram trucks, 25, 35, 45, and 5500. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it's received two dozen complaints or reports of stalling engines, but no reports of crashes or injuries. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. His, uh, and his press conference as well. If a university or an athletics department has a policy in place in which to talk to a player, a reporter's got to go through the media relations department. That's all fine and good. That policy's in place, and both sides need to follow it. But ultimately, if a reporter asks a, asks a player a question, trying to get information for a story because the university's throwing up roadblocks, then it's the responsibility of the player who needs to know that policy to say when he's asked a question, I'm sorry, this has got to go through media relations. I, I can't answer that. Not the reporter's job to not ask a question because he's got a job to do. Right, I agree with you completely. It's it's not it's not ideal, but I agree with you. It's not like I respect the the grind of a reporter and trying to to gather information to report to the people that read their stuff. And I mean, I praised the Oklahoma student newspaper for finding a public building and standing on top of it with binoculars to report accurately that it was not Spencer Rattler that was starting for Oklahoma. To me, that's good journalism. Not going to be either, by the way, going forward. Oh, <laughs> oh no, definitely not. I expect the portal to be hit here pretty soon, if not already. But I, I respect the, the hustle. That's what reporters do. And sometimes you kind of have to blur lines a little bit to get the information you think you should get. Ultimately... You cannot like the practice, but understand that, and maybe this is what happened in this case. If this is how it went down, the state players did tell their SID, hey, this guy's trying to get stuff out of me. Or it was the inquiry from the player that got information out they didn't want. Either way, you've got to know that reporters at times are going to not get approval from the SID before they ask a legal adult, hey, you hurt? All that legal adult has to do is say, I can't, I'm not going to talk to you. Go through Johnny 
over in the sports information department, and we can talk then. That's yeah. all the legal adult has to do in response. No comment. By the way, some, so, some folks concerned about Haydad. He was not feeling well, and he was trying to make it as deep into the show as he could, and maybe had a little fever kicking up, and you know how miserable that can make you feel, and so he just checked out a little early. He was not upset with the uh, the content or the, no, uh, no. the direction that <laughs> no. we were going or anything else. He had texted us that he wasn't feeling well and uh, was going to try and stick with it as long as he could, and uh, uh, he was he was struggling a little bit. So we do hope that our friend Brian Haydad feels better quickly. Uh, last thing I'll say on this, and, and we may not have time to play Lane Kiffin right here. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that in the 5 o'clock hour. I very much understand the need for a quality working relationship between reporters and media relations departments. And that line is more gray than it's ever been because you've got most universities have people that they hire internally to write stories. And they put out their own video content and their own social media content. And so getting the message out that an athletics department wants out is easier than it's ever been because they can do it themselves. But as long as there is a media that is covering the team and is theoretically serving the fans, then you got to have a working relationship to make that work. But if there is a media, plural, covering a team, then they got to be able to do their job. And everything that they write is not going to be propaganda. But look, this is this is not isolated to, to Mike Leach. Mike Leach said, we don't talk about injuries. Lane Kiffin, we don't talk about injuries. Josh Heupel, we don't talk about injuries. Nick Saban actually kind of talks about injuries. Matt Luke, when he was at Ole Miss, he opened every press conference where he had it. Hey, here's your injury update. That was the best thing Matt Luke did. I, I respected the heck out of that. Don't ask me. I'm going to tell you. This guy's hurt with this. He won't be playing this week. This guy might play because of this. I loved that. Just get it out of the way. It doesn't make a difference to the other team. Just let the fans know who you're going to see on Saturday. I love and, and it. Matt, and Matt Luke wouldn't tell you that, you know, Michael Borky's got a uh, a partially torn ACL and he's going to go through tra- – he would just say, Michael Borky – Probably not going to play this week dealing with a leg injury. Yep, that's all he we wasn't need. specific, but that was the way Matt Luke did it. He wasn't trying to protect state, state secrets. And for for all of his antics with the media, Nick Saban pretty forthcoming with the Alabama media about injuries, but very few coaches are anymore. And so you have created an environment by not providing information that fans and reporters need and want reporters need it to do their job fans want it because they want to know and they're invested that you're left for people to either wonder or dig and so if you've created an environment where there is a vacuum of information that vacuum is going to be filled with something and again this is not unique to Mike Leach it's Flame Kiffin as well yeah I mean, there was reporting last week of injuries that Ole Miss has leading up to the game. Ole Miss didn't release the news that Chase Rogers wasn't going to play, but it was out there on Thursday or Friday of last week. Mingo as well. Lane Kiffin says, yeah, Jonathan Mingo, we hope he's okay. Well, he wasn't. And people know that Jonathan Mingo is out 
for an extended period of time, despite the fact that Lane Kiffin hasn't talked about that at all. Lane Kiffin continued to say that Jake Springer, they were hopeful that he was going to come back. We knew that Jake Springer was out for an extended period of time with a shoulder injury. And we found out for sure that Jake Springer was going to play when we got to Knoxville on Saturday. And to avoid piling on on state here, put put it on the other foot here. I mean, we all nobody believes that Matt Corral's not going to be playing on Saturday, but let's pretend for a second like it was a little less obvious on Monday, where Lane said, Hey, I don't think he's going to play. And I would have expected people to dig deep and not go through Kyle Campbell to find out if Matt Corral's going to play. And even going as far as to sending his agent doing NIL deals a message or even direct messaging him on Instagram. I don't know. I mean, that's when something like that is out there, I expect what the Oklahoma kids did to find out that Spencer Rattler wasn't starting anymore. If you are a reporter... Borky, you said yesterday on the show that it was your belief that Matt Corral either practiced yesterday or was going to be practicing this week. Yes. I have heard other people say that Matt Corral practiced yesterday. Yeah. But Mike Mike sends us a message that says he's in a boot. I believe it. Probably to take pressure off of the ankle when he's not practicing or getting ready for a game. That's fairly common. Yeah. So if you are Mississippi State in this hypothetical incident, then yeah, it would bother me too if I was the SID. If I were Mike Leach, I wouldn't like it. But they should understand the hustle and tell their team, hey, look, if a reporter sends you a message, come through me and tell them nothing. That's all you got to do. Tell them nothing. We get a message that says, um, this is quite the uh, quite the, the, the phrase, Lane Kiffin threw a headset during an interview on TV and y'all thought it was cool. What hypocrites. No, I thought we said that it was a bad look, and then we also talked about it, and then Lane Kiffin came back and clarified and apologized for it to the reporter and then told us what happened. And, oh, by the way, he follows it up with bottom line is Leach is the head coach, and he can call out anybody he wants. Certainly can. He can. As can we. It's the beauty of a microphone. When you're behind it, you can say stuff. Scott asked an interesting question, and I think this is a good one. Is there an era of sports betting also driving the urgency of knowing about injuries? No doubt. Sure. And to the NFL's credit, the NFL is very... Now, it's a professional league with a draft and rules and all of those things and collective bargaining agreements. And some coaches do their dead-level best to... um, do their dead-level best to to still kind of subvert the rules. Bill Belichick looking at you. But in the NFL, you have to report injuries. You have to report who's at practice, who's not at practice. I I just got to my email inbox the New Orleans basketball injury report for their game tomorrow. Exactly who will be playing and who will not be playing. And exactly what on their body is hurt. difference in professional and collegiate sports, high school sports. But that's a good point, though. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, think about if if you right now are a sports book or, or a casual better or a big better, either way, 
What would Matt Corral playing or not playing on Saturday do to the way you participated in that game? What would Will Rogers playing or not playing do to how you look at the 23-point line for Mississippi State against Vanderbilt? I think they wouldn't regardless, but definitely the line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, Richard, but it's legal here. So I've heard. Bobby in Batesville says that's why Lane Kiffin's troll of Corral possibly not playing Saturday was funny. Everybody knows that he doesn't say that stuff. I, I do believe he's hurt, but Trace not injured, up. if that makes sense. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be back with you right after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations over your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. 55 southbound traffic slowing down from High Street down to the stack where congestion continues westbound past Gallatin, and then it eases up eastbound on 20 just at 49. Road work continues to impact traffic on Highway 22 at Bellevue in Madison County as well. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4440. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world. The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. 
No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Hobnob is back. MEC's annual Hobnob Mississippi is returning to the Mississippi Coliseum on October 28th. MEC is preparing for an in-person hobnob as traditional political speaking will return to the stage, headlining a day full of networking and great food. Join us October 28th. To register for the event or to be a sponsor, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. You don't want to miss the fun at this year's MEC Hobnob, October 28th at the Mississippi Coliseum. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get the friggin' wax out of your ear! Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. This is Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woohoo! I say, sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad has stepped out. He's not feeling well and will hopefully rejoin us tomorrow and is feeling a little bit better. Borky, you were just telling me about a story that uh, has popped, what, in the last little bit? Yeah, it just came out. So, uh, according to the Knoxville News, Jeremy Pruitt's lawyer has threatened a major lawsuit because Tennessee is refusing uh, to settle and pay his buyout. Uh, The lawyer representing Jeremy Pruitt gave Tennessee an ultimatum this month. Either reach a settlement with Jeremy by October 29th, or face a lawsuit that the lawyer claims has the potential to, quote, cripple UT's athletic programs for years. The university apparently intends to stand its ground with no plans to settle, promising a vigorous defense if he chooses to go to court. Uh, Here's a quote from um, Michael Lyons is his name. On behalf of my client, I can tell you that he's not happy that this is the only choice they've left him with, but he's not going to walk away without getting his day in court. He's going to file a lawsuit. They're not leaving him much choice. The letter was sent to Tennessee on October 7th. Uh, Yeah. Um... That could be a big deal, right? Evidence already gathered is sufficient to pursue any fact finder that your client's termination for cause was fully justified was Tennessee's response to this attorney. But they claim uh, that the university administrators ignored or covered up NCAA violations occurring before and during the Pruitt era. And he wrote that Tennessee's administration was involved and or encouraged impermissible recruiting tactics. He also wrote that his firm had learned of impermissible booster involvement in recruiting across multiple sports. All right, so this is a really simple play. 
Jeremy Pruitt was fired for cause, with cause. And therefore, Tennessee had the right to fire him and not pay him the buyout. But, Jeremy Pruitt is kind of holding the cards in that he wants at least some of his buyout. He wants a settlement. He wants some money. And he says, either settle with me, or his attorney says, either settle with my client, or we will release all of this information. And it's not blackmail, I don't think. I mean, I'm not a legal scholar here. But if you're saying it publicly, is it blackmail? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it feels so, like... So I'm thinking about the Dino Gaudio deal at Louisville. Louisville took it head on. Gaudio threatened to release deal. He was trying to get paid by the university. He wanted to stay on staff with with Chris Mack on the basketball side of things. And instead of bowing down and settling with Chris Mack or paying him or keeping him on staff, Louisville made it all public. And Gaudio got popped with a uh, a bribery charge. Or not a bribery, but a blackmail charge. But there's nothing to say that Jeremy Pruitt can't say, I have information that I am willing to make public, and for you to keep me from making this public, we need to reach some sort of a settlement, right? Yeah. I mean, it's... uh, they. Dino Gaudio was going Lone Ranger, Borky. He was trying to do this on his own. Yeah, He wasn't doing it with legal representation. Here's one more quote. I mean, if there's teeth behind this, I'm, I kind of want this to go down just for the drama. If Coach Pruitt is forced to file this lawsuit, it is inevitable that this information will become public, embarrass Tennessee and those associated with it, including its largest donors, and result in debilitating NCAA sanctions. They did not go into specifics, obviously, because they're either A, bluffing, or there's no reason to play those cards right now. Yes, I use the term blackmail, the legal term, thank you to Heath and Mike also, say extortion. But deals get made all the time to keep people from talking. And those are deals that are legally binding, uh, blinding, binding, not blinding, and have keep-your-mouth-shut clauses in them. Ethan Nettleton says extortion. Mike in Oxford says sounds like textbook extortion to me. Get another message that it says, if it smells like blackmail, it is blackmail. Here's one that says Pruitt's lawyer could be bluffing, but if he were, UT would be screaming bloody murder, and they're not. Although they are speaking out against it. And another one says, sounds like the definition of blackmail or extortion. I mean, they play Alabama this weekend, right? Without Hendon Hooker? Feels like punishment enough. The NCAA might watch that tape and think, you know, our, our work's done here. Two hours in the books, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We've got more coming up with you in the 5 o'clock hour. The college football fix is next.
I'm Steve Rappaport. The FDA is expected this week to authorize mixing and matching of coronavirus vaccine booster shots. The U.S. has topped 45 million confirmed COVID-19 cases after more than 116,000 were added yesterday, according to Johns Hopkins. More than 1,800 additional COVID deaths were also added in the past 24 hours. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, the virus blamed for more than 700,000 deaths in the U.S. The White House says federal law enforcement is involved in an effort to rescue a group of U.S.-based missionaries kidnapped in Haiti. The country's justice minister says the gang who abducted 17 missionaries has demanded $17 million in ransom for them. The FBI is a part of a coordinated U.S. government effort to get the U.S. citizens involved to safety. Uh, also that the U.S. Embassy in Port-au-Prince is coordinating with local authorities and providing assistance to the families to resolve the situation. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of refined dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former President Donald Trump is suing the leaders of the House Committee tasked with investigating the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol, including Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson, who serves as the chairman. The lawsuit was filed by the former president in an effort to block the committee's efforts in obtaining records from the National Archives related to the events surrounding the riot after the White House shared that it would not assert executive privilege. And Mississippi Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson is taking steps to prevent vaccine mandates in his agency. Monday, the commissioner signed an order that bars any such mandate for employees of the Department of Agriculture and Commerce, as well as for individuals that attend an event on agency property. In the order, Gibson expressed his belief that President Biden's mandate could threaten a large part of Mississippi's workforce and the supply chain. For more on each of these stories, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Have you seen the Mississippi Lottery Powerball jackpot? What would you do with that much money? Did you know Powerball draws three nights a week and the jackpot keeps growing until someone hits the perfect combination? Each play is only $2 and for an extra buck, you can get the chance to multiply your non-jackpot prizes. What are you waiting for? An invitation? Well, here it is. Play Powerball and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. I'm Mike McCormick, President of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face -face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, 
and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. A Mississippi-themed clue was able to stump all three contestants on Jeopardy! last night. This port on the Gulf of Mexico was founded by Captain Hardy and his co-seat with Biloxi of Harrison County. What is Gulfport? That was the $1,000 answer in a category called Geographic Stupid Answers on Monday night's show. We're not exactly thrilled with the name of the category, but it was fun to see a question about our home state. And the University of Tennessee has been fined $250,000 after fans began hurling trash onto the field during Saturday night's Ole Miss-Tennessee game. The volunteer faithful began tossing bottles, cans, and all kinds of debris, including a golf ball that hit Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, following a review that confirmed Tennessee fell just short of converting a critical fourth and long with under a minute to play. According to to the Knoxville Sentinel, the incident led to 18 arrests and 47 individuals were ejected from Newman Stadium. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way to be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle, getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine, to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Richard Cross and Michael Borky with you for the last hour. Hey, Dad had to bail a little early, not feeling well. Somebody asked about it. said, hey, Dad sounded like he was either really upset or felt really bad. Yeah, I think it was the latter. I don't think he was upset at all. Uh, that wasn't the thing, just not feeling well. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com to see all that's happening there, including... What's going on at the sports book at Timeout Lounge? Great place to hang out, to watch some games, to get in a little action. They got great food. They've got the uh, the crystal gaming terminals where you can sit there and you can uh, can bet live action on games. Uh, you can also do all the the normal straightforward stuff like point spreads and totals and all of the individual stuff that goes on as well. That's at the sports book at Timeout Lounge, Pearl River Resort dot com. Richard Cross and Michael Borky with you. It is time right now for the College Football Fix.
College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, the SUVs that are built to command the road in the 2021 Ford F-150. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. All right, let's look at lines for games that are coming up this weekend. Still some relatively early lines that could change as we go throughout the course of the week, perhaps as you get more injury news. (laughs) Fitting theme. There is no line that we can find, at least not right now, on Arkansas Pine Bluff and the Arkansas Razorbacks from Little Rock on Saturday. Ole Miss is a nine-point favorite against LSU. Borky, that line has gone down. More? Opened at, what, ten and a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, so, if what Kiffin said affected the line some, I guess I get it, because I don't anticipate 30 carries from the quarterback. They're going to have to play this game a little bit differently. But there's some, I don't know, talk, whatever you want to call it, that not just Jonathan Mingo will be out for this one, and Chase Rogers won't be back for this one. I mean, you, you could see it as much as anybody. Braylon Sanders was clearly not 100%. Heck, Drummond didn't look 100% either. So, yeah, I mean, limited I in the weapons it's... department for this one, at least at wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I think it's simply a function of looking at teams that have wanted to run, that have been able to run against Ole Miss. Arkansas was able to do it. Alabama was able to do it. Tennessee was able to do it to a lesser degree. Ole Miss was better defensively against Tennessee. But you've also got an LSU team that has been unable to run the football at all until last week against Florida when Ty Davis-Price went for a school record 287 yards. Passing Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis and others on that list, nobody has ever run for more yards in a single game than Ty Davis-Price did on Saturday against the Florida Gators. And so maybe that's the reason. Maybe LSU is going to focus on running it and running it and running it some more, trying to keep that Ole Miss offense on the field, and therefore we've seen the number uh, go down a little bit. I don't know. Just guessing. Mississippi State opened as, what, a 23, 22-and-a-half point favorite against Vanderbilt. That's down to 20-and-a-half. Alabama, a 25-and-a-half point favorite against the Tennessee Volunteers. And that one's actually come down a little bit. Didn't it open at 27-and-a-half? Something like that. If Hendon Hooker's out, Alabama's going to be able to name their score uh, in yeah. this one. That. The State-Vanderbilt line is fascinating to me. I said this this morning. Vanderbilt, for all of their faults, and they have a lot of them, State has more talent at every position than Vanderbilt. I think every single position. And everybody in the SEC, with the exception of Missouri and South Carolina, can say the same. However... State can't just roll in there and play a C game and win. And that's not a slight at State. Mm. I think you're going to have to show up and play a little bit. I don't think they can roll in, play a C game, and cover. You still think they can roll in, play a C game, and win. If Rodgers is healthy, I'll give you that. But they're going to have to play a little bit. Vanderbilt, for all of their faults, again, they've got a ton of faults. If State shows up and plays 
decent football, they will win by a lot of points. A lot of Agreed. Them. Agreed. But Clark Lee has shown that his teams are prepared, at least. They can't execute, but they're prepared. They appear to be well-coached schematically. They're getting better, relatively speaking. So, you know, they can't just walk in there and do whatever they want, turn the football over three times, give up seven sacks, which Vanderbilt is incapable of doing. But they got to play a little bit. Vanderbilt's decently coached, it appears. Might also be without their starting quarterback. But, you know. Yeah. We get somebody. Tim tells us that he saw on an, an Arkansas message board a line that quoted the Razorbacks as a fifty-one and a half point favorite against Arkansas Pine Bluff. One yeah. of those exotic lines. This game this weekend for Arkansas will be therapeutic. Is the word I keep thinking. After three mm. straight losses last week, just shot themselves in the foot. Got, for lack of a better term, kind of screwed on a bad fumble call. Auburn fumbled the football. They they did. Yeah. In their own territory and just wasn't given to them. Jefferson got sacked, fumbled for a touchdown. They've got a lot of pent-up frustration that poor Pine Bluff is going to have to feel. Yeah. I agree with that. Was it against... It was Arkansas Pine Bluff against Alcorn earlier in the year where they scored a ton of points but then couldn't hang on and either ended up losing or it got really close at the end. That is completely apples and oranges, I understand, but nevertheless. Uh, Jason says the line is going down because Ed Ogeron is now an interim coach and all bets are off. Yeah, that's when he's at his best, right? Apparently Better so. when he's got Joe Brady and Dave Aranda as the offensive and defensive coordinators. Yeah, that too. I do wonder what it's going to be like for them now. Because the players... Maybe they knew that it wasn't going well and he was going to get fired, but they didn't know the way we knew, clearly, based on their reaction to the news. Yeah, They had assistants find out on Twitter that he was effectively fired this week. The game they played on Saturday was without the knowledge that it was over. I wonder if they're able to keep that kind of you know, play with nothing to lose mindset or whatever, or now that they know that it's over. You got Does it change. You got coaches that are, oh shoot, I gotta get a resume together now. I need to get my agent, probably Jimmy Sexton, on the phone. Uh, you know, I need to find where I'm gonna live next. I just moved my wife and kids here six months ago. Now we gotta move again somewhere and you've got some players. I gotta hit the portal. I came here to play for Coach O. Yeah. Wonder if that affects anything. You know, if I'm Arkansas, I love where I get LSU. More so than if you're Ole Miss loving where you get LSU. Because win one for the Gipper, okay. Win two for the Gipper, eh, maybe. Have an open date to think about all the junk that's going on and then have to play at Alabama and then... It's the Arkansas game. Might really kind of like Arkansas in that spot a lot. In a pseudo-rivalry game, it's the boot game. Big, heavy trophy that goes along with that one, for whatever that means. It's a death weapon, the boot trophy. Yeah, like if it falls on you, you die. It's not like you can throw it at somebody. They're going to have the Magnolia Bowl trophy sitting behind one of the end zones in Oxford that nobody really cares about? Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe. 
Texas A&M a 21-point favorite against South Carolina in College Station on Saturday night. A&M largely kind of avoided the post-Alabama hangover. Missouri was awful also. They ran the football. That's what they did. To, to avoid anything like that, just give it to your best players and let them do their thing and everything will work itself out. I don't know how much of that game you were able to watch. It was a terrible watch. An awful atmosphere, too. Just nothing exciting about it. But uh, A-Shane, that, that, that might be the fastest guy in the SEC. Yeah, and Isaiah Spiller's pretty good, too. And then they've got Isaiah Spiller, who is one of the best backs in the SEC, and a just was like, here, you guys go win the game for us. Let's go home. This sucks. One really interesting national game to watch, an undefeated team, Wake Forest. Got to go to West Point, New York. Wake Forest coming off an open date. That probably helps. Wake Forest minus three at Army. UCLA is a home favorite in the Rose Bowl against Oregon. Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite against Clemson. Ohio State, 20-point favorite at Indiana. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll hear what Lane Kiffin had to say yesterday in his press conference when we come back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Still seeing heavy delays. 55 southbound. It's backed all the way up just north of Lakeland due to an accident further down. They were on the right shoulder. Has been cleared. Just taking a little bit to get that accident cleared up there at the 20 eastbound exit. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. The best place to refinance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also, take advantage of their free check-in and mobile deposit capture at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from All Britons are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. All Britons, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... 
Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC, you drive everything we do. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Ceasefire text line. Has Kiffin accepted the LSU job yet, or is he waiting until the end of the season? He was asked generally about his name being part of jobs. That was in his press conference yesterday. Here was Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin. We happened the game very much like the week before. Uh, you know, I think we left a lot of things out there, especially in the second half. We weathered a very difficult place to play, you know, with, you know, as much energy as I've ever been a part of. Um, so kind of felt at one point it was like a scene from Gladiator, you know, in a movie in a Roman Coliseum. So I know our players kind of felt that and, you know, did some things early that were unusual that happened in that type of environment a lot of times. You know, that's a lot of stress that they put on us. And we were over to, able to overcome that and hang on at the end. Um, so, you know, very high play count game. We had offensive players play over 100 plays in, this, in the game. So we were already extremely beat up. Um, you know, we were not in, a, not in a good shape, not in good shape that way um, for this week. But it is what it is. People from somewhere got to step up. Lane, just how's Matt feeling? They are so removed from that. And just kind of your thoughts on him. I think he's the first person to carry the ball 30 times since in the past 14 years. Just kind of your thoughts on his performance. Well, that's not a real stat that I'm excited about. You know, I didn't know that in 14 years. We'd like that to be a running back and not our, you know, 200-pound quarterback. So he's not in very good shape. Hasn't been for the last two days. Um, so... You guys know how we are on injuries. Hopefully he'll play, but I do not feel good about that right now. I mean, obviously, a, a lot of pre-existing relationship with, with Ed Orgeron, and uh, obviously there's a lot going on at LSU right now. I'm just curious on, on your thoughts on how everything's kind of unfolded there the last couple of days. Yeah, I don't know the details, you know, of all that stuff and what went on. Obviously, Ed, you know, did a great job there, won a national championship. Um, you know, so I'm not really sure what happened here as of late. And it's crazy, you know, they just beat a really good Florida team. Um, you know, and I'm sure not a lot of people gave them a chance. Um, you know, 
after the Kentucky game. So, you know, it shows that they have great players and they can play really well. And they did that. I mean, I think to finish that, this is just, you know, it's a profession that we've always been in, but now more than ever, it is so much, not just what have you done in the last year, it literally is what have you done Saturday. I just had this conversation with another head coach, you know, just who's struggling a little bit, trying to motivate him. And, you know, I just said, hey, every Sunday you're either a good or bad coach based off of that Saturday and it switches. I mean, when I see a thing on SEC Network that I walk by, you know, or someone's, you know, talking bad about Saban, you know, after the end game as a coach, it just shows you where we're at. Lane, you alluded to some guys having to step up. Uh, Dennis Jackson certainly looks like he's one of those guys. Uh, your thoughts on how he played Saturday night, what he can bring to the offense, and also you alluded that Jake Springer you know, was the key to the defense, and your thoughts on how Jake played and uh, what, you're, what you're able to do now that he's back in that lineup. Yeah, Jake did, you know, played with phenomenal effort. You know, for a guy who really hadn't done hardly anything for whatever a month. And, you know, I thought what we had talked about all off season, even last season, you know, down on our service team was Mark Robinson, Otis, you know, and Springer. And we'd see them every day and say, hey, these guys, you know, could arguably be our three best defensive players if they were playing, you know, certainly among the top four probably. And they showed it. Saturday, all three played really well. Um, so it was awesome to see. And the first one about Danis, you know, we needed guys to step up, made a huge play on the slant and go. Hopefully that builds his confidence. And again, that was a highly unusual place to play that when it's sold out, that place is rocking anyway with everything combined. You know, to be an offensive player, when a defense player, it's not a big a deal is the noise, but you know, for him to go into that environment and make a play like that, to me, builds confidence and tells us, hey, he should be able to do this, continue this, especially now as we come back home. Lane, how, how close are you and Ed? Like, do y'all keep in contact? And, and does uh, what happened yesterday make this an awkward week for you? I mean, that doesn't make it awkward for me. I don't you know, just like last week, it seems like there's something every week. And so last week, our preparation had nothing to do with having coach start before. And this week has nothing to do with relationship with Coach O. You know, it's just one day at a time preparing. And, you know, like I told our team this morning in our team meeting, good's the enemy of great. And I feel like that's where we are right now. You know, we do good things, you know, and we get satisfied with them and we don't do great things. We don't close that game out and, you know, win in a 2-3 possession game like I feel like we should have in the second half. You know, we get complacent. So, um, I don't think anything about Coach O this week, any of that. Um, we have a really good relationship. You know, he's not a big talk on the phone all the time guy, as you can imagine, but he actually texted me, you know, after their game Saturday and so, he's an awesome guy, you know, phenomenal coach. Lane, two last-second wins for the last couple of weeks, specifically last week in Tennessee, it was a raucous environment. 
arguably the, the, the most raucous environment you've been in as head coach and, and here at Ole Miss. Looking forward to the games against Auburn, Mississippi State down the road. How does it play into the, the locker room in regards to being able to communicate offensively, defensively, now that you've got this game behind you in that type of environment? Well, that's not arguably, you know, the craziest atmosphere since we've been at Ole Miss. I, I don't know how you – how there's been much more anywhere for any team, you know, with all the things combined in that game and how the crowd was, you know. Like I said, I mean, it's like a gladiator movie at one point, you know. So um, I think that that helps our players in the long run, you know, as we go back on the road into other places. You know, because to me, we played in the hardest environment with all the stuff going on that you possibly could. We've seen you guys go to Luke a couple of times when Matt has his helmet pop off or when he goes down. Just where is your confidence in Luke right now, and, and where is he in his development compared to when he got here in the spring? Luke was doing a great job, got set back, you know, with an injury. Um, you know, has battled back from that and missed a lot of time and reps with that. Um, you know, really hasn't got a chance to go in there with any rhythm. You know, he goes in for one play and the ball gets knocked down. So, um, you know, we have good confidence in all of our backups. What do you think you and the staff can do to try to address the penalty issues that have kind of been cropping up throughout the year? We just continue to talk about it, show them the penalties this morning like we do every week. Critical penalties, a number of third down defensive penalties, a fourth down that we converted. Offensive holding, you know, major penalties in critical situations that completely changed the outcome of the game, how it was going. So that was Lane Kiffin yesterday. The only thing left I think that we didn't get to was him talking about the fact that they have faced a legitimate home field advantage as a road team twice this year in the game at Alabama and the game on uh, on Saturday night in Knoxville, and that he would – like to see that at Vault Hemingway. So they had not seen that this year at home, but he does know that it is possible because when he was at Alabama in 2014, Alabama faced that type of environment in Oxford, and so he's hopeful that uh, that will be the case on Saturday as well. Uh, I mean, not a ton of groundbreaking stuff there. You obviously had the, uh, the Matt Corral comment, which was huge. Yesterday we talked about that in, uh, in great detail. I think most people... Um, unless they're looking for a reason to really be nervous, expect that Matt Corral will play on Saturday. I do think there is a legitimate question, though, Borky, about his effectiveness, because part of the reason that Matt Corral has been so good and so tough on opponents this year is because of his ability not only to hurt you with his arm, but maybe even more so to hurt you with his feet. If he is limited in that part of the game, then maybe that changes a little bit of the game plan it can't just go to a full-on throw it all over the yard if you don't have receivers that you feel confident can catch the football right luckily this lsu defense is not a typical lsu defense they wear the same uniforms and helmets but they they don't play like it but Ole Miss has to run the football better they did a really poor job it, it's why the the corral performance was so special they didn't run the football well they they dropped passes they had penalties they didn't run it well when it was not him anyway. They got to do yeah. better or else they might be in trouble Saturday. And two games ago, you saw a monster day with the running backs with both Parrish yeah. and Connor going for over 100 yards. So we'll see. 
Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 79. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, low around 59. For your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, partly sunny conditions, high near 83. And for your Thursday, a slight chance of rain under partly sunny skies, high near 82. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Hurry! Run! Get to the car! It's coming! Start the car! What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gone to Mazda of Jackson! Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. (laughs) Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. So get to Mazda of Jackson today, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former President Donald Trump is suing the leaders of the House Committee tasked with investigating the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol, including Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson, who serves as the chairman. The lawsuit was filed by the former president in an effort to block the committee's efforts in obtaining records from the National Archives related to the events surrounding the riot after the White House shared that it would not assert executive privilege. And Mississippi Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson is taking steps to prevent vaccine mandates in his agency. Monday, the commissioner signed an order that bars any such mandate for employees of the Department of Agriculture and Commerce, as well as for individuals that attend an event on agency property. In the order, 
quarter, Gibson expressed his belief that President Biden's mandate could threaten a large part of Mississippi's workforce and the supply chain. For more on each of these stories, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. I spent last night in the arms of a girl in Louisiana. Maybe my favorite thing at Tiger Stadium. Such a strange combination of woman. Right before the game starts, whole crowd sings. Now I got to be in Tiger Stadium this weekend, though. It's going to be in uh, in Oxford. Ole Miss, in case you haven't heard, is retiring Eli Manning's jersey or his number that day. They are billing it as Eli Manning Day and uh, have painted the end zones accordingly. Both end zones painted solid red in big block letters in white. The name Manning. Cool. Or not? Oh, it's what the Washington football team should have done with their joke of a, oh, oh, please, please divert your eyes away from our scandal jersey retirement they did for somebody who's deceased last weekend. That was a joke. No, this is pretty cool. And everybody's already making the jokes, understandably so, about a particular 17-year-old that will be also in attendance that day who happens to share that last name. That's the one thing Ole Miss has that nobody else can do. See, at Georgia, a bunch of 21-year-olds that should be chasing women around painted his name on their bodies. At Ole Miss, they get to put it on the field. It's a little bit of an advantage. It's been quite the whirlwind for Arch Manning for the last few weeks. What Georgia to Baton Rouge to Tuscaloosa to Austin and now to Oxford. It's all with games on Friday nights as well. Yeah, so. it's funny though, Richard. You know, all of those other visits were covered adamantly. I got push notifications on my phone. Arch Manning plans to visit Texas this weekend. I haven't seen those yet for this one. Yeah. 
Hmm. Uh, we have seen all sorts of celebratory measures on the sideline for turnovers. And offensive celebratory um, props as well. You know, Ole Miss a couple of years ago had the uh, the wrestling belt, the NWO belt, back when Jacob Peeler was the wide receivers coach. I've seen the turnover chain at Miami and a lot of variations of that. Uh, we've seen who was it that had the chair? Just a, I think that's even this like somebody's got a was it a Game of Thrones chair or something else? It's like everybody's trying to one up the other. Well, game over. There is a winner in this game, and I think you can't one-up them. UNLV has instituted a turnover slot machine at a cost of $60,000 on their sideline. I assume this is home games only. I don't know if they will travel with the slot machine or not. Maybe they will. Got a big equipment truck. But if UNLV comes up with a turnover, the person responsible for the turnover races to the sideline and all of his defensive teammates gather around him and he pulls the arm on the slot machine and it comes up all winners. This is pretty awesome. Don't you think? You know, if you're a parent of a recruit, and you ask whatever assistant coach is recruiting your son, you know, I'm worried that he's going to go to Vegas and it's just all going to be about gambling and casinos. And How are you going to ensure to me that my son, you know, he's going to get a real education and go to college? Oh, oh don't worry about that, ma'am. Don't worry about that, sir. He, you know, UNLV, that's that's separate from the casinos. It's, it's a regular college. That's not us. That's not what we're about here. And then parent goes to the game and watches. <laughs> then run over to the turnover slot machine. Oh, man. It never loses, though, so I guess it's not gambling. I suppose. Because in real gambling, we know that losing is a, uh, a possibility, right? That Man, I don't know. I just thought it was really, really cool. Uh, it is hysterical. The reaction from the players is is off the charts when they uh, when they go with this. The turnover slot machine on the sidelines. If you here, uh, let me see if I can. Uh, I think I can play this video for you. We'll see what it sounds like. This was from UNLV's game against Utah State this past weekend. Here's what it sounded like. Here it comes. New addition here. Roller just unveiled today. A giant slot machine used in the wake of any UNLV score or turnover forced. And the first to pull the lever is the Chuck Wagon Charles Williams. <laughs> the Chuck Wagon Charles Williams. The first to pull the the uh, the arm on the slot machine. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Creative as well. Yeah, I, I'm. I really like the sideline props. I, I know some people don't, and they criticize. I think it's fun. It's just another thing that is harmless. It, it's just fun. 
You see a guy get an interception, run to the sidelines, and pull a slot machine? Are you kidding me? That's hilarious. I've said this before. At at Furman, my hometown Furman Paladins, they have a Spartan helmet. So the, the guy that gets the turnover gets to walk around the sidelines in a Spartan helmet after he gets a turnover. Tell me that wouldn't be so much fun if that were you. Give me that chain. Give me that helmet. Whatever. There is a Tennessee player, though. Friend of the program, Austin Stanley, got in some some hot water on Twitter on Saturday because the, the corner that, I guess it's a safety, that bit on the double move and gave up the touchdown, he's got an NIL deal with a local bakery, I guess, uh, that involves him getting in the stadium and Tennessee fans and stuff. His deal is incentivized by the number of turnovers he gets. So every interception leads to benefits. And Austin was like, you know, I'm not saying this is why, but if you're a defender and you're incentivized to get interceptions, aren't you willing to take a little bit more risk to go get one? He's He did the whole I'm not saying, but I'm saying kind of thing. I think yeah. he's on to something. You're going to give a player an incentive-based NIL deal. He might take a risk on a double move and bite and give up a touchdown. If it means more money. Yeah. That's illegal in this state. In most of them. Can't can't be incentive-based. Not in Tennessee, though, apparently. This story last night was uh, was something. Washington State has fired its football coach, Nick Rolovich, and four of his assistants after they refused to comply with a mandate that all state employees be vaccinated against COVID-19. Jay Inslee, the governor of the state of Washington, had set a deadline of yesterday, Monday, October the 18th, for all state employees to be vaccinated or risk losing their jobs. Athletics Director Pat Chun said this, the noncompliance with this requirement renders Rolovich ineligible to be employed at Washington State University and therefore can no longer fulfill the duties as head coach of our football program effective immediately. It is disheartening to be here today. Our football team is hurting. Our WSU community is fractured. Today we will uh, will have a lasting impact on the young men on our team and the remaining coaches and staff. Additionally, assistant coaches Ricky Logo, John Richardson, Craig Stutzman, and Mark Weber uh, were fired after not complying with Inslee's proclamation that was issued back in August. Chun said there might be no precedent for a team losing its head coach and so many assistants in the middle of the season. Defensive coordinator Jake Dickert has been elevated to interim head coach. Rolovich was the highest-paid state employee with an annual salary of more than $3 million and a contract that runs through 2025. This is costing him a minimum of $12 million. So, you're keeping score at home. In the last two weeks, we've seen Kyrie Irving opt out or be forced out of his season at an expense to him personally of about $17 million, potentially. And Nick Rolovich leave potentially $12 million on the table as well. Rolovich, uh, back in mid-August, initially said that he would comply with the vaccine mandate, but later confirmed that he had applied for a religious exemption, but has not specified what those religious beliefs are. Um, The university used a blind evaluation process, meaning the two-person committee that evaluated Rolovich's request did not have access to any identifying information while making its determination as to whether or not the religious exemption request could be granted. So, 
there is a part of me that applauds Rolovich for standing by what he believes to be right. He said, I'm not going to give in and get the vaccine that I don't believe I should get just because of my salary. There's a part of me that also looks at this that says, Nick Rolovich consciously made a decision that let a lot of other people down. He let his team down. 85, give or take, scholarship players plus the walk-ons. And his assistant coaches, who will likely be looking for jobs next year. Support staff and a fan base for a Washington State football team that's played pretty well. It's complicated, right? It's kind of a messy spot that we are in with these vaccine mandates that are becoming more and more the norm. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Minor delays southbound on 55 through the waterworks down to 20 eastbound. Also seeing delays northbound on Lakeland between Ridgewood and Treetops. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers. Body shop the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers proudly serving the Metro since 1946. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. Everybody, the Yazoo County Fair is back, bigger and better than ever. It's the 93rd annual Yazoo County Fair in Yazoo City from October 15th through the 23rd. Check them out on Facebook or visit yazoo.org. Midway, provided by Miller Spectacular Shows. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Home is where your life happens, so make it reflect you. At Miskelly's, find what suits your style and get instant savings up to $300. Plus, finance your purchase for five years with no down payment. 
Shop online and check out what's in stock or visit one of our showrooms. Make your house your favorite place to come home to. With instant savings and no money down financing, the low monthly payment will also suit your style. Make it happen at all Miskelly locations. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit FabeRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFBINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Perhaps the most shocking piece of news that you will hear on this Tuesday. The media has picked Kentucky to win the 2022 SEC Men's Basketball Championship. Wow. You're shocked, I know. You are shocked, I know. The one thing I noticed when I looked at the preseason polls, how just absolutely freaking good the league is. Yeah. I mean, Tom Crean's team is picked to finish last in the league. It's crazy, huh? Here was the uh, here was the rundown. Uh, Kentucky one, Alabama two. They're loaded. Arkansas, three. They have sold out Bud Walton Arena with season tickets this year. Tennessee, four. Auburn, five. LSU, six. Florida, seven. Mississippi State, eight. Ole Miss, nine. Missouri, ten. South Carolina, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt, and Georgia rounding out the league. First team All-SEC, six guys because, you know, five starters, whatnot. Jaden Shackelford and Javon Quinterly from Alabama. Colin Castleton from Florida. Savir Wheeler, the Georgia transfer at Kentucky. Iverson Molinar, first-team All-SEC from Mississippi State. Scotty Pippen Jr., first-team All-SEC from Vanderbilt. He is the preseason SEC Player of the Year. Second-team All-SEC. Devontae Davis from Arkansas. Jabari Smith from Auburn. Keon Brooks at Kentucky. Kellen Grady at Kentucky. Oscar Sheboy at Kentucky. 
Darius Days at LSU. I'm just guessing on Oscar's last name. Sure, we'll know it soon. So, there's your... Uh, it's a few weeks away, right? It's really close, man. Really close. We've seen a bunch of teams already kind of do their midnight madness or their whatever madness or their outdoor madness. I don't know if Mississippi State's doing that this year on Main Street or not. I know Ole Miss has got their square jam deal coming up this Friday night where they do the outdoor basketball court. Really cool setup. And uh, Pivotal year for the two of them, too. I mean, yeah, transfer portal was really good to Howland, good to Davis as well. But a little bit of restlessness around here, I think. A little bit. A little bit. Greg and Jackson, Will Wade outlasted Coach O. True statement. Wow. That is true. I'm gonna put that on say, Twitter. Say it out loud. You're gonna give you're gonna give Greg and Jackson credit? Yep. On the C Spire text line, Greg and Jackson, quote, Will Wade outlasted Coach O. Hmm. Pretty good game going in the uh, NLCS. Braves leading two games to none, and they have a 4-2 to lead through four innings. Braves were trailing four zip. They got four runs in the third off of Walker Bueller, and then they are able to put a zero on the board in the bottom. I'm sorry, that was in the top of the fourth when they scored their runs and put a zero on the board in the bottom of the fourth inning. So uh, good stuff for the Atlanta Braves if you are a Braves fan. Last week we had Tuesday night college football. We do not have that this week, but we do have a fun game tomorrow night. Appalachian State trying to bounce back from a loss at Lafayette won't be easy when they host number 14 and undefeated Coastal Carolina tomorrow night in Boone. For a Wednesday night, that place is going to be pretty nuts. No doubt. That is an that is an eminently watchable game on a Wednesday night. Absolutely. Great uniform matchup, too. Thursday night, you got Tulane and SMU, FAU and Charlotte, Raging Cajuns and Arkansas State, San Ooh, Jose Boyce State. Jones is in a bad way in Jonesboro right now. Yeah, they're they're one and five and off to an zero and two start in uh, in conference play. Not great, and they're an eighteen point home underdog against Louisiana on Thursday night. And then if you want to see UNLV slot machine, you can uh, you can check it out late. On Thursday night, San Jose State at UNLV. They got to find something to celebrate with the uh, the running Rebels because they're zero and six on the year. Got Memphis and UCF down in Orlando at the bounce house on um, Friday night. Arizona trying to get its first win of the season, hosting Washington, who's two and four on Friday night. Yeesh. We'll get into the full slate of games coming up this weekend tomorrow as we look across the country. That and a whole lot more with you as we get one day closer to the weekend. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for joining us in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Have a great Tuesday night.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.